0: It's not always fun and games for first responders. Zero
1: five Central, you show me in pursuit.
0: But sometimes it is.
2: Oh my God, he's not wearing pants again.
0: Sometimes it's dangerous. Around. Look out, look out, look out. Sometimes it's not. Antler Boulevard for a snake in a house. And sometimes it's just plain stupid. in his lap on a lawnmower. Be happy this is the stupid side of first response.
2: Do I really have to go to that
0: this is code
1: 0.5. Come in
2: 0.5. Hey guys, it's Jason again along with my co-host Rich in Victory Brand Studios and this is going to be our last episode ever. I found out today that Rich is a uh a Chevy guy and I'm a Ford guy and this shit just ain't going to work out
1: anymore. <laughs> He just mad because you got roasted.
2: <laughs> anyway, my wife's talking about getting a new car, and uh, Rich decided that he needed to put in his two cents. Oh, yeah. And uh, despite popular belief, Fords do not have heated tailgates.
1: Oh, yeah. they Well, not anymore, because they were <laughs> burning the truck down because of prolonged use. <laughs> So, yeah, this is going to be our last episode because I hate Rich
2: now because he's a Chevy guy.
1: Yeah. He called me a bastard first thing when he walked in. And he said he was going to fight me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I may have to contact uh, 33 and get a an EPO. And you do that. Go through all that.
2: Trust me, I won't violate it and I never want to see your ass again.
1: Oh, you will. And,
2: and every, you know, we're starting recording this and i'm always paranoid at the beginning of the episodes because i'm like okay is the camera on right is it recording do i have that on am i recording yeah so i'm sitting here like looking around and i'm racking my brain so i'm like
1: which button did you forget to push (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) watch we'll go through the whole episode and your your ass will be muted the whole time oh probably i'm talking to nobody and (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah so i guess we're going to be new car shopping
1: Yes. Actually no, that sucks.
2: Yes, it does suck.
1: Yeah. Um I remember our experience with that. I believe Holly had a migraine. She went in there in like <laughs> sweatpants and a hoodie with her hood on and aviator sunglasses with the I call it her unibomber fit. <laughs> and uh yeah, she was she was not having it. She was giving that dude the what for? <laughs> was like, can you do 7 or no? He's like can you do a thousand dollars down? uh no, I have this car. You're taking it. <laughs> well, what about eight? No, take the car. <laughs> well could you do? Could you do five? No, you have my car, and then eventually she got it down to like some stupid amount of money or something, yeah, and he took the car.
2: Do you know I used to sell cars,
1: and you've done a lot of different things. A lot of different things. You have a very diverse background.
2: There's a uh, dealership that I used to work for that uh, I felt, like, guilty because of the way they teach you to treat the customers and to, like... Basically to screw with their mind and stuff to Mm -hmm. get them to stop thinking about how much they're paying for the car and get them locked on something else. And Mm -hmm. I left that dealership because I felt like I was lying to people and just screwing them over. And
1: Mm
2: -hmm. so I left and went somewhere else.
1: See, and that's handy, though, because like when you guys do go, you'll recognize the bullshit. You know what I mean? You'll be like, no.
2: Yeah. And it was cool because like when I first started doing it, they would send and I sold Fords. (sighs) Of course. So, and what I'm telling you doesn't reflect on Ford. It reflects on this dealership that I worked at, but they, you have to get like your certifications or whatever, and mm-hmm. you have to learn everything about the vehicles and then they'll send you off for training for them. And, and it's pretty cool. So you learn everything about them. really, And, um, yeah, cause I mean, when you get into it and you're like demoing it for the customer, mm-hmm. I mean, you want to know what you're talking about and, um. Man, those rules and stuff that they had and they said, you know, basically they told you to be deceitful to them. And I'm like, wow, I
1: can't do it. That's crazy.
2: So, and then <clears throat> the other thing is like you go in there and you try to get them to buy on whatever, and then you, you go back in to the sales manager and then you go back out again and try them to get this. And then it's like on the fourth try or whatever, then you get your sales manager to come in and then he talks to him and I couldn't do that. I'd go in there and, like, they teach you this certain way to like get people to be like, "Oh, what the hell," you know. I would walk in there and I'd sit down with them and be like, Could "Y'all need something to drink or anything?" Or and they're like, "Well, no," and I'm like, "Well." Here at where I'm working, we play this game with people, and I hate doing it to y'all, and Mm -hmm. I hate doing it, period, so we're just going to sit here and shoot the bull for a minute, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to go in there and I'm going to tell them, hey, man, they're really sticklers on this, they're hard on that, I can't get the, and then we'll finally get to the real numbers, I'm like, I'm sorry we're playing this stupid game with you, but... Mm -hmm. Because it was like, if you did it how they wanted you to do it, mm. man, you'd keep the customer there for like four or five hours.
1: That's the suck part. That's what I was saying. Yeah. We and were then, there forever.
2: And then I left and went to this other dealership,
1: mm. and
2: they give you the price of the vehicles, and they're like, just sell them. That okay. should be. And you get in there, you get them in and out, hour and a half, I'd have them done.
1: It should, yeah, it shouldn't be that difficult.
2: Yeah, and I was like, man, why at that other place do you have to screw so hardcore with them? Just sell them the damn car.
1: Yeah, I I would think that the the financing part, unless somebody had already had it cleared, <clears throat> you know what I mean? I think that would probably be the longest part, or give or take, would be the longest part of everything. Cause,
2: yeah, oh, and if you come in there and you've got your own financing, mm-hmm. they hate that. Really? Because like, okay, I worked I worked at a Ford dealership Mm -hmm. when we sold the car, especially if it was a brand new one. We didn't make anything on money as like on the vehicles. You don't make jack shit. Wow. But when you go in there and you finance through us, Mm -hmm. that's where they make their money. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So like, you know, I'm thinking like selling used cars. I made more money selling used cars than I did new ones. Mm hmm.
1: But, I uh,
2: man, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't, So, so you did it. Yeah. You did. Oh, well, you well. Back in the day, you did like HVAC and plumbing. Then you went to it. Well, more
2: plumbing it. than HVAC. Dad was kind of getting out of that, mm-hmm. and then I was mainly plumbing.
1: And then you did, um, well, the car salesman thing, <laughs> and now you do what you do now. Yeah, mine's mine's fairly boring yeah i just did hvac Uh, mine's boring too you got a lot more you're more computer savvy though
2: and not anymore man that shit changes so much i mean i get out of it for a little while and windows has changed so much and i look at it and it's foreign to me now and then at that time i transitioned over i hate Windows stuff. Really? I'd rather work with Apple stuff. Oh yeah, Apple's where it's at. Apple is more expensive up front, but well, it's kind of like <clears throat> I compared uh, buying vehicles and uh, same thing with computers. You buy an Apple or a Ford, they're more expensive up front, but it's lower cost of ownership. Mm. Windows and Chevy is cheaper up front, but it's more expensive cost of ownership.
1: Oh really? That's what we're doing. Now. <laughs> That's where we're going with it.
2: Oh, and if okay. When I first started selling cars, if somebody came in and they were driving a Dodge product, any mm-hmm. Dodge, it doesn't matter whether it's a truck, an SUV, car, it doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. I was like, why are these salesmen running whenever someone comes in? And then I found out whenever, say you go in and buy a Ram pickup mm-hmm. and you pay 25000 for it. Mm-hmm. It depreciates a shit ton faster than any other car manufacturer. A Dodge does? Yes. Why is that? Because they're cheaply made. Really? They're junk. Yeah. Like, if you come in in any other product, mm. you might not be upside down. Or if you are, it's just a little bit. Mm. If you buy a Ram and then come in and you're like, you know, I'm wanting to trade this in for a Chevy. Mm-hmm we'll go look at it and drive it and be like, "Yeah, we can give you 12,000 for this." And then the guy will be like, "Whoa, I owe 24 on it." Mm-hmm. Well, they're cheaply made. You you don't make any money off of them. Really. And like <clears throat> I talked to a guy that was a salesman and sold Dodge stuff, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Whenever they sold new, he told me they made a lot of money off of it." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Especially if we can get him to buy it." At MSRP or whatever, mm-hmm. but he said the markup on the product, he said, is a shitload more. And I would look at it like if we went and bought an F-150, like the dealership would make like, and this is a ballpark, like $2,000 off of it, mm-hmm. which that's not a big markup or anything. Mm-hmm. If you sold a Ram pickup, the dealership would make like ten grand off of it. Wow! Because the markup is so damn high. Wow! And I was like, "Oh, because they've got those guys would make a lot of money on their uh, commissions." Mm. And I'm like, "Why? How can y'all make so much?" And then I found out it's because there's a huge markup on them because they make them as cheap as possible. Wow! And then like my unit that I work with, the, mm-hmm. um. I've had that thing. It was brand new in 2020, and there's a recall on it. I can't remember what it was for. Something about the tailgate. Like it'll just drop open for no reason. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, I mean, we bought a bunch of them, and a lot of them, they've had to get the uh, exhaust manifold replaced because they break. Um, I mean, mine's been in the shop to get worked on three times and mine's the lowest amount wow and like that ford that i drive Mm -hmm. never uh get oil change that's it
1: Mm. they must be using a better graded duct tape than they used to (laughs) all
2: right we'll get off the vehicle stuff we can talk about our other things Mm -hmm. because uh i heard you had a pretty interesting situation
1: oh yeah so uh I was at the PD and we're looking at trying to do a little, uh, I wouldn't say really an add on, but trying to, trying to make it a little bit bigger. So we have a bigger evidence area and, uh, also a room for like, you know, meetings and questioning and stuff like that. And, uh, so I'm out back and I was taking some measurements cause there's some concrete. that has got to get poured. And, uh, one of our local pastors, he comes, I mean, he like be lined in and he jumps out and he's, he like runs over to one of the, public works people and he's like, James, I need you to come with me. runs him over. He didn't run him over. He <laughs> runs up to him. And he's like, James, I need you to come with me. I got somebody in my house. I can't get him out. And uh, you know, I'm hearing this and I kinda look up and I'm like, What's going on? And uh James and then they start jumping in the truck. Well, our uh other public works guy, Heath's like, Did you hear all that? There's somebody in his house or something. And I'm like, Yeah, all right, what's going on? And he's like, I don't, I don't know. We're, I guess we're going over there. I was like, all right. So I go from the back of the PD to the front of the PD, jump in my unit. And, uh, like this, he's pastors humming, you know what I mean? He's, he's trying to get back to his house in a hurry. So I'm like, what is going on? Is it like a lift assist or is it like, does he really have somebody in his house? Like, why wouldn't he call nine one one? Like, you know what I mean? So I've got all these things going in my head, but we, we all pull up and, uh, I jump out of my car and I start to head to the door. And uh, I was like, snap, you know, I need my body cam and all that. So I run back and I grab my carrier and uh, he's the pastor's coming out of his front door. And he's like, y'all, he's in there. James, he's in here. I told you he's like, I told you six times you need to get out of this house now. And James starts going into the front door. And so I'm by this time running to the front door and uh, James comes out and he's got this freaking dummy. (laughs) I stopped and I was I just looked at him and I was like, Really? Seriously? And then the pastor looked over and he seen me and he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I was just trying to mess with him and I was like, Oh no, I mean you had me thinking I was fixing to go to work. Now I was I (laughs) was ready to go. He he told uh, some other guy and you just overheard the conversation and it was like, Oh shit, man,
2: somebody needs some help.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was like I was like, Why wouldn't he come in there? I was like, I guess maybe it's the guys I mean if the guy's in his house he may be rummaging through something he's just trying to get somebody there quick, I don't know, man, but yeah i I got over there and I was like throwing my vest on and running towards the front door and here comes James with this big old you know like a like a self defense dummy <laughs> comes carrying it out, and uh, all the time you know that that pastor's hollering, see, I told you to get I told you I was coming to get somebody to get you out of here and I just I was like no, no 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 no. <laughs> And then he he seen me over there, and he's like, you know, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, why, why? I was like, hell, I didn't know what you had going on, man.
2: It's just a dummy,
1: dummy. Uh, <laughs> blood was all pumping. Did what? My blood was all pumping. I was like, shoot, here we go.
2: I showed up over there, and he was telling me the story, and I'm just kind of grinning. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> I was like, you better knock it off, man. You keep crying wolf like this, and then nobody will come help you. And he's like, well, I thought you had to cry wolf at least three times. Yeah. He goes, this is my first one.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> I told him right there. I was like, you know, you just made the podcast, right? And he's like, well, well I wouldn't try and make nobody mad. I was like, no, <laughs> you made me look like a dumbass. <laughs> so I got to tell off on myself. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be listening uh, just to hear this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He laughed about that. Oh, he laughed about that. He's still laughing about that. I think.
2: <laughs> well, and after it happened, he was like, "He goes, one thing about it, those I gave those guys something to talk about the rest
1: of the day." Yeah, he did. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he provided their entertainment for the Jeez, day. Jeez, man, <laughs> mine too. But I mean, if you'd have seen him when he came up there, you thought something was wrong. That's all. I was like, what is going on? Why wouldn't you call nine one one? So he's a pretty good actor. I yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, and you're thinking, why wouldn't you call 911? And then you're thinking, and then the other, on the other hand, you're like, well, most people just don't call 911 when there's something serious going on.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like, like you know, in our town too, we're you know, we're smaller, so I mean, people will like literally call us. They won't even call 911. They just bypass dispatch and they like start calling us. Yeah, I'm like, oh no 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 no, you need to call 911. We'll we'll start that way, or we'll you know what I mean. We're heading that way, but you've got to call 911. And it'll be, man, you can't, God, you can't go anywhere. I remember one time I was, I like, I wasn't trying to go anywhere because I was afraid something like that was going to happen. Somebody's going to report something. And so I take Holly to the dollar store and I sit in the car and I'm in there vibing to my juice world, minding (laughs) my own business. And somebody walks up and they knock on my window and I'm like, this isn't going to be good. Like a dumbass, I roll the window down and then they start telling me about it and I'm like, I got to go to work. (laughs) She got in the car. I was like, see why I told you I never want to go anywhere. I don't want to be out nowhere because this happens. I'm just trying to be a civilian. Just trying to mind my own business. And then people tell me things and I got to go to work. I was like, "Now I got to go to work. Just call Renix. Thank you. Uh, I think he was busy with the kids that weekend. Oh. So there was no calling Renix.
2: It'd take him an hour or so to respond anyway.
1: Oh. Especially if it's a... Exfoliation day. <laughs> yeah, if he's if he's manscaping, he's tied up. Cause he does the what does he use? A some kind of caress body wash. And then he does something with a sugar scrub. What? Yeah. And I only know this Are you joking or are you being serious? No, I'm serious. To... I only know this because uh he's having an issue like his his uh toilet runs intermittently. I guess the little little flapper thing is messed up. And uh, he was talking to me about it. And so I went over there to go look. And he's got... Yeah. He's got several stage process. <clears throat> oh, I actually got uh, some pictures of him getting his last pedicure.
2: Oh, you do? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. he had a, And then he got some kind of little uh, frou-frou drink. He's sitting there with his freaking little glass of wine getting his toes done. And then they went to dinner. And then I got another picture of him with some girly-looking drink. I was like, man, I'll have to show you. Hang on. We need to throw that on the thing over here.
2: I think you text that to me.
1: Oh, yeah, here it is. And then the uh, caption underneath it was Pretty Little Princess drinking his Pretty Little Princess drink.
2: Yeah, here. I'm not going to put it up on there. Matt, we need to get a smart TV so I can... I Just cast? <clears throat> it's called AirPlay. Oh. Not Applecast. Uh, Even Renex argued with me about it.
1: Oh, he argues everything, though. There you go. There's his, his little, pretty little drink. There's him getting his pedicure. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is great, man.
2: Oh, he looks so cute doing that. He does. <laughs> I wonder who took the photo. Is his girlfriend with him? Yeah.
1: Yeah. She's a G.
2: <clears throat> hey, now... Have you ever tried it before? Tried what? Getting a pedicure.
1: No. (laughs) No. I don't like I don't like anything touching my feet. People touching my feet. You have to try it. I've like hurt my foot before and just not gone to the doctor because I didn't want nobody touching my foot.
2: I've got this uncle that and I can't remember who he used to play for or who he I don't know what extent he was on the team, but he played in the NFL for a little while. So you can imagine this guy, he's like six foot five and he's he's huge. He's big arms. I mean, he's just a big old I mean, if you went and you were to see like a dang uh defensive tackle in the NFL mm-hmm. and how big that guy would be, mm-hmm. this is what he looks like.
1: So he's a corn fed some bitch, what are you <clears> trying to tell me?
2: I was talking shit one day about some guy I know that goes and gets pedicures mm. and he looks over at me and he goes, Hey, I was like, what? And he goes, don't knock it until you try it.
1: <laughs> I was like, what's
2: that mean? And then his wife, she was like, he goes like every other week and gets pedicures. Mm. And he goes, that's right. I do. No. So I was like, okay, he's kind of manly. So maybe it's all right. <laughs> no. hey, I went and tried it. And whenever like, whatever they're doing to your feet or whatever is okay but when they get to like for a little while where they massage your calves in your feet mm-hmm. yeah that's it
1: no i can't i can't do people touching my feet man <sighs> you're missing out no i am fine <laughs> in my existence not having a person touch my feet
2: and you know after listening to what you had to say on their story i got the title for this episode oh yeah rich the dummy
1: Oh, great. (laughs) But I know that was
2: good. All right. We'll move on to our statute. Oh, statute. This one is going to be about something that I find annoying as hell. Uh Uh-huh. Modified
0: exhaust.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Now, I get it. If you come rolling up and you've got like some, you know, 68 ford mustang gt or you know something Mm -hmm. and you've got a little bit of exhaust on it for performance issue Mm -hmm. you know i understand that but when these guys go out and buy these brand new chevy trucks that have the eight cylinders but then it cuts out to four cylinder on the highway and then Mm -hmm. it sounds stupid as hell Mm -hmm. no but uh the statute once again we're not attorneys and this ain't legal advice nope Every vehicle shall be equipped, maintained, and operated so as to prevent excessive noise or unusual noise. Every motor vehicle shall at all times be equipped with a muffler or other effective noise suppression system in good working order and in constant operation. No person shall modify the exhaust system of a motor vehicle in any manner which will amplify or increase the noise or sound emitted louder than the emitted than that admitted by the muffler originally installed on the vehicle. Mm-hmm. So when you put dual exhaust on your vehicle and mm-hmm. it's louder, you can get pulled over for it.
1: Mm-hmm. So technically you can't get in trouble for modified exhaust cuz yours just fell apart, right? Yeah, on the Ram. assembly. No, on, on your the Ford out drive, here.
2: Are we still going to do that?
1: <laughs> the assembly line just had a bad day that day. So, I mean, is that technically? I mean, you can't get no, in trouble for that. No, right? got
2: better duct tape, remember?
1: Not on that, though.
2: <laughs> you know, for, my Ford has that EcoBoost engine on it. Mm-hmm. And have you ever driven one before? Mm-mm. Oh, dude, you should do it. Well, I well, mean, Chevy and Ram have announced that they're going to start doing the same thing that Ford did years ago and mm-hmm. they're turbocharging and putting smaller engines in their vehicles.
1: Yeah. I can imagine how your sound's on the highway. I'm getting... hey, hey, hey. It's, mm-hmm. it's still got the manufacturer's exhaust system on it. Mm-hmm.
2: But you'd be able to hear it quite Pieces well it. because whenever I hit the accelerator, I'd leave
1: your ass behind me. Doubtful. No, you wouldn't hang. Yeah, I'd hang. No, you wouldn't. So this sounds like a trip to the LEDT track. Let's go, man. <laughs> i put go.
2: that truck against anybody. Okay. <laughs> All right. Make some phone calls. So, yeah, you modify your exhaust, and you can get stopped for it.
1: Unless you have a Ford, and it has fallen apart from assembly line defects. That's a kind of an act of God. You can't control that. Well, you could have controlled that by not buying a Ford. But okay,
2: we're off the vehicle stuff.
1: Are we? Yes. But are we?
2: Uh oh. We uh oh and about uh oh. I'm fixing to take my Ford and drive through your Tahoe out there. Good luck. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh what are we calling these? America's dumbest criminals or oh, just yeah? the world's dumbest criminals. I don't know if they're the world's. <clears throat> this one's out of Texas. Ooh. I think you've talked about this before and you're like, there's been some agency that's done this. Well, here's one that did it. Um <laughs> back in March 2016, the granite shoals or Showells police department in texas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. issued a very special warning on its facebook page that declared if you have recently purchased meth or heroin in central texas please take it to the local police or sheriff department so it can be screened with a special device do not use it until it has been properly checked for possible ebola con- contamination oh. this message of course was a ruse regardless Concerned citizen, concerned citizen, Mm-hmm. chastity Hobson reportedly did her duty by bringing in her sample of an illegal substance to be examined. Yes. Hobson was promptly arrested and held on a $5,000 bond.
1: Well, you don't need that Ebola spreading around. You
2: know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's just a concerned citizen. Exactly. She's looking out for everyone else. Exactly.
1: Except for herself. Does it? Does it show her picture? Is she smiling? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Yeah, she's smiling.
1: Good God! I'll never understand people. <laughs> nope. That's the defense attorney is going to hate that.
2: <laughs> oh man, I got to remember. I took a call here recently, and I can't remember. Oh, that's going to be on our next episode. Okay. Yeah. All right, we're getting out of here, y'all. Later. For listening.
0: You've been listening to Code 0. 0.5, the lighter side of police work. If you have ideas or suggestions for our show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit our website at code05.co. That's code05.co. And please consider making a donation at our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash code 05. Be sure to use the digits 05. Thanks for listening to Code 0. 0.5.